Alright everyone, let's rock and roll. It's Marvel Phase 4. You already hear that intro. Let's get those sirens out of the way and get to the topic at hand. Alright everybody, how are you doing today? I, I, I feel like I, I just want to jump right into the topic, which is Marvel Phase 4. But the, I, I got this nag, this, this nagging other issue in front of me because as... I was playing the intro. I, I brought up the uh, box office mojo. And I just wanted to have a look at like the top 10 movies right now. And I just got angry. And why am I angry? Because it's unbelievable that, that we really only have like a... It's 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 a, it's pretty much like a, a two-headed horse. Okay? It's, it's a two-headed or two-horse race. For box office supremacy, and by that I mean it's it's mostly between Sony and and Disney, and Universal is far behind, and that is just such a troubling mishap. You know, like it, it, it it's a mistake, I, and I do call it a mishap. You know, everyone was happy about this this Disney Fox merger. I don't understand how you can back consolidation on that level where we have even more franchises and more properties under the heel and control of Disney. It's not healthy at all. It's not. We can't have one company dominating everything. Now, it's not a monopoly. It's far from it. A lot of people like to throw that term out, okay? But it's not. There's, you know, we, we through a lifetime I've seen so much from Disney. I've seen a lot of failures. You know, I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know some of this theme park turmoil drags Disney down. I hope the some of the cable subscriptions drag Disney down for them to have to sell off some some of these properties and get them into someone else's hands. Because it's this is strictly uh, it's it's ridiculous. You know, we, we we have Lion King coming in coming in at, at seventy six million. Sony's got the the next two, which is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Spider-Man Far From Home, because people always assume that Spider-Man Far From Home is a Disney production, but it's actually a Sony. Then it's like Toy Story 4, Crawl, Yesterday. Okay, now we got some little independent movies. And then it's Aladdin, and then it's Avengers Endgame at 11. And the the rest of the, the top... 10, Crawl, Yesterday, Aladdin, Stuber, Annabelle Comes Home. The, these movies are, are between 4 and 1.5 million grossing. Lion King is taking in the lion's head of the share, pun intended, at 76 million. So the people who who freaked out and, and just wanted the X-Men and the Fantastic Four back in Marvel's hands, you kind of like forgot about something. You forgot the art of negotiation, the art of the deal. Okay, Disney failed to make a deal to get those characters, and in in so, you know, a smarter Fox company dumped their assets onto Disney. Okay, the Fox made out on the Disney deal. Okay, Disney has got to make good on the money spent. And along the way, a lot of people have been put out of work. They've been brutalized. They've been punished. 
you know, a lot of these people have solid time in that Fox and they're gone now. This is what happens when we merge, when we consolidate. People lose jobs because you, you essentially tell the people you already have, they have to double their work. And most of these people will say, like, no, they're fine with it because they, they got bills to pay. And this is the cycle. Now, are, are, we, are we dealing with, like, a bubble from Disney? Potentially. I, I, I feel like it's, it's coming. Because a lot of their internal stuff doesn't look good. Their box office is through the roof. But when it comes to, like, investors and that sort of thing, it's not really healthy just to focus on uh, a single revenue stream. Uh, not including a volatile revenue stream such as the American box office or the international box office. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we got Marvel Phase 4. What's, <coughs> what's the big deal? Well, um, big deal is there was a reveal a couple weeks ago at the, at the uh, 2019 San Diego Comic-Con at the legendary Hall H, Kevin Feige. Uh, you know, launched, uh, he announced the entire lineup, 2020 through uh, 2021. So the, the roughly the next three years, I'll say. You know, just three, calendar time, three years calendar time of movies. And, you know, so that they, you, everyone has probably seen the image. And, you know, they launched the initial timeline. And you're almost like, holy crap, that's a lot of movies. Like, what is really happening with this? And <laughs> it didn't take long for you to realize that um, the entire pitch for Marvel Phase 4 is the Disney streaming app, Disney+. Plus. Because, uh, what's it, five? five? Five of the announcements. <laughs> Splitting the announcements. We had five movies, and then we had five Disney Plus shows, streaming shows, to launch between 2020 and 2021. Which is actually a little stressful. Uh, so, the first movie, which was one of the latest announcements, was Black Widow 2020. And then we have The Internals 2020. Then we got Shang-Chi. And the Legend of the Ten Rings 2021. If it wasn't for the subtitle for that movie, uh, there would be absolute zero interest. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness 2021. And then we have Thor, Love and Thunder 2021. So that's the anchor. We have a effing Thor movie as an anchor for Marvel Phase 4. Not very impressed. And then we have the TV series. <laughs> Which none of these, none of these make me want to subscribe to the um, Disney Plus. And you might say, Pete, you sound jaded. You, uh, there's no entertaining you anymore, DeLuca. You might be right. But this boy here talking to you from the AKA Pad Studios. And look, look, find me on Twitter at AKA Pad. Hit me up. <sighs> Sitting here in my studio. I just got done doing a ton of drawing, too. A ton. Okay. You know, could could they have done something to, to pique my interest, to, to get me going? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of, um... They kind of could have. You know, there, Marvel is... There, there are so many properties. Um, for number one, I would have loved a TV show. That was a end game repair show. There's a pitch. 
What do I mean by that? Let me tell you. By endgame repair, I mean uh, like a team of heroes that repairs the timeline that they dis- that they uh, destroyed in Avengers Endgame. Kind of like a quantum leap. Okay, I would be kind of I would be excited for that. Yeah, I know they can't perfectly do it, but it just sounds fun. But no, we get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Baron Zemo is pitched as the villain, the initial villain. So I'm, I'm assuming that show will be very similar to Netflix where we'll have Baron Zemo and then we'll have another reveal for the bigger villain. I think the um, Marvel Netflix was very good with that. A lot of the seasons had like double villains and I thought I just thought they were good. And then we have for 2021 for Disney streaming, we have Wanda Vision. 2021 for Disney streaming. We have Loki. 2021 for Disney streaming. We have the animated What If. And 2021 for Disney streaming. We have Hawkeye. So we got to wait two years for the big push of Disney streaming. Now, my contention is the Disney streaming stuff is, is in motion for sure. But I do have a feeling any of it can get shifted depending on what happens with Falcon the Winter Soldier 2020. I kind of feel the same with the with, with the films. I feel like Marvel Phase 4 could get a third Spider-Man movie wedged in. Um, the original agreement was five appearances. Uh, Marvel used that up. The, the Marvel Studios used up the five appearances of Spider-Man. And they would get renegotiated for a third movie. Or third appearance, given that Far From Home uh, crossed one billion dollars, which it has, so it's it's looking very good at this point. Now, um, last episode, I may I may have leaned towards it not hitting hitting it, but it did. I think it got one twenty since uh, last recording. So bravo, bravo to everyone at Marvel Studios because they they do have a rhythm. They do have um they they do have a system even to sell things. So, where am I with these movies? Uh, not very into a Black Widow movie with, uh, I think, Taskmaster. Uh, who, that's, that's the uh, villain. Um, he can duplicate moves and duplicate like fighting styles in like a heartbeat. He's very tough to fight. And he's very formative when it comes to his matchup against heroes. Um, that's a great villain for her. It really is. Uh, am I into in, in, into that movie? Uh, not so much. I'm really not. Um, she's dead now, so I'm not sure what's happening with that. The Eternals is of of all of it of of all ten announcements, and technically there's been there was eleven, twelve, thirteen, I think fourteen announcements or fifteen. So fifteen, like maybe fourteen, fifteen overall. I'll get into some of those in a little bit. Cause Kevin Feige, you know. They, they wrap the panel, and he drops a couple more bombs. But the Eternals, I'm very curious about. Um, that's maybe like the first Kirby-verse, the first like Jack Kirby movie we're going to get. Okay? The first one. Now, this, uh, Warner Brothers, um, you know, who should be neck and neck right now with Disney on, on this stuff. Warner Brothers should be kind of going toe-to-toe at the box office between Harry Potter and DC um, DC movies, but they're but they're not. <laughs> Disney is just killing them, killing them. 
they do have a new Gods movie in development. I am very curious about that. Eternals is, um, you know, it's it's a everyone says it's a weird idea. It's not. It's just the the forerunners, okay, the Prometheans, so to speak, of the human race, and they're super powered, okay. I mean, it's not a weird idea, not by today's standards. Um, visually, it's one of Marvel's um, best. You know, like it's just the the uh, the overall design of the characters. It's one of their best. And we'll, it looks like we will be getting the t- Celestials um, in the Eternals. Uh, last time we saw them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was Guardians of the Galaxy during the Infinity Stone Exposition, as spoken by the Collector. But okay. So Eternals is the only one I'm really kind of leaning towards full curiosity about. Now Shang-Chi, I never wanted a movie of him. I thought he would have worked perfectly with the Disney, Marvel, Netflix universe, which is now dead. I don't know why they didn't just pick up those, those you know, like if, if I was launching Disney streaming, I would have carried over every single one of those shows and the first season out of the gate would have been Defender Season 2, if, okay? And I would just give them more money because those shows were transformative. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is where I feel they're going to reveal uh, some of the logic. And they, they might even do it. But we'll have a Multiverse Avengers in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's also billed as a horror movie. Which is weird. Because so was Doctor Strange billed as... <laughs> The MCU's first horror movie, but whatever. And we have Thor Love and Thunder with um, Natalie Portman returning. People are going crazy over it. I, I get the outrage, but uh, let's see what they do with the story. Let's see what they do. Okay, because the you know they do different things within the MCU. Okay, they seem to cherry pick the better ideas. Let's just give them a chance on Thor. Love and Thunder because, well, it looks like they have that movie figured out already. Like, they know what they want to do. TV series. Uh, don't care about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Don't care about WandaVision. I was just watching Infinity War a couple of days ago. And it, it, the, the WandaVision stuff in that movie just has to go. <laughs> it just has to go. I so wish that they, uh, <laughs> the Black Order just got the gem when they wanted it to in, in that movie. <coughs> then we could have had more space stuff. Don't care about Loki. Uh, I assume that's going to be an alternate timeline Loki bouncing around with the Tesseract. What if animated? Yeah, sure. Like, you know, I, I'm all for anything animated. Um, just because I want animation to return. Uh, that, you know, that's, that's mostly it. And Hawkeye. Not interested at all. So both of the anchors, like the um, the wrap ups, Love and Thunder is a gender swap. You know, we Jane Foster will be the God of Thunder in that movie. We all know if she'll be Thor yet, but she'll be the God of Thunder. And then TV series, we have Hawkeye, who most likely will be a gender swap also. So I mean, look, SJ, you know, like the one side's crying foul for SJWs. SJWs are cheering. So, I don't know. 
we're a couple years out. Let, let's just see what happens. And then at the end of the panel, I alluded to this earlier, Kevin Feige, Feige uh, he drops a couple bombs. He says, we're not done. Uh, Captain Marvel 2. Okay, boom. Black Panther 2. Boom. Okay, so those are two movies <laughs> I think people wanted in Phase 4. I'm just saying that. People wanted those two movies in Phase 4. I don't know when you're getting them. Phase 5. And then he goes, there's Mutants and Fantastic Four. So we have Bomb Drop 1, 2, 3, 4. And then the fifth one. This is right before the panel wraps. Marvel Phase 5. We have Blade. Uh, okay, they're bringing Blade back. Uh, if they had balls, they would go from Blade dressing in black to dressing in white. I'm just saying it. I think that's a brilliant idea. Thank you very much. Uh, do I care? But I mean, people kind of forget that Blade did have a live-action TV show at one point on Spike. Which, I don't know, might do something on that. Uh, so we already have multiple live action interpretations of Blade. Uh, would they have gotten major bonus points? Because Wesley Snipes looking really good. He's looking really good. If they just got Snipes back for another Blade movie. Uh, I think they should have. I really do. And I get it. You cannot move forward with Snipes much longer. If Blade's a hit, they're going to want to do three of them. Okay, uh, that's a funny thing because you know, like just thinking the initial arc going into Endgame, uh, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man had like a three movie arc that deconstructed the hero by the third movie. They, you know, like they, 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 those movies actually got darker and darker when it just comes to where the hero is, and essentially, the Avenger movies echoed that, you know, very well designed very thought out i don't like you know seeing the possibilities of stuff like that and some of the intentions starting in phase four uh it just isn't there it's not there with a flashback movie the eternals which is you know like separate you now the eternals needs to be separate and then we have shang chi like shang chi's going to be a trilogy i don't know and thor that's the fourth one yeah like i just i it, it seems rudderless at this point but, um, I don't know. Uh, there, there wasn't no real bomb. Blade, to me, wasn't like a huge bomb. It wasn't, um, it wasn't excitable, exciting. It just wasn't to me. Because Blade 1 and Blade 2 Blood Hunt, um, they're just so good. They're just good. They're solid effing movies. Uh, the, the first Blade... I'm not you can I'm not sure if you'll ever make a better Blade movie than Blade One. Um, it would have been nice if they if they really did something with Wesley Snipes. I think that's what people really really wanted. Uh, the same as if they do anything with the mutants, they want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. That's what people really want. They want John Krasinski Krasinski as Reed Richards. Okay. These are the things that should happen, okay? Um, whatever. Yeah, if Sony goes off and does their own Spider Verse, they 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 want Tom Holland, okay? Like Sony should negotiate that. If they're going to really take the character back, uh, it's got to be Tom Holland, okay? And um, just give him a new supporting cast. That that's that's my producer uh, wearing my producer hat for there. But yeah, look everyone, 
uh i i just hate to say it uh we're at we're like at an all-time low i feel like i should be excited for watchmen on hbo i'm not i feel like i really should be excited for star wars episode 9 stuff but i'm not i feel like i should be excited for marvel phase 4 but i'm not but what i am excited for is hobbs and shaw face and furious i'm excited for the next mission impossible movies uh you know like th- those are the franchises now and, lo- and and when it comes to face and furious we only have one more left hopefully hobbs and shaw there, there's enough there to spin off into their uh like own little trilogy and by trilogy i just mean three movies that that's really what i mean mission impossible jeremy Vernier, um hawkeye spinning off into his own would be great you know like people wanted that from uh mission impossible uh, ghost protocol I want to say Ghost Protocol moving forward. So, I don't know. Um, Not excited for, like, the next James Bond. It's just really, it's weird. It's weird. I don't want to see any more Harry Potter movies or things. Uh, I'm not really sure what's out there. And uh, I think we have consolidation to to blame for it. But, look, everyone, thanks for hanging out with me. That's your Marvel Phase 4 rundown. Until next time. I can't even tease what the next couple episodes are going to be they, they just might be straight up movie reviews there's a lot of movies i've been wanting to talk about with you so just hang tight subscribe support find me on social media aka pad or aka pad 13 aka pad 69 just google any of those i'll come up i love you all let's rock and roll and let's do this